Rumble out. <laughs> Just a tad bit. Gotta wake you up. Yeah. It's Wednesday morning, or at least it will be when people are listening to this. Right. <laughs> Coming to you from the hideout and the JD Bar and Grill Woo! mobile studio. That's right. That's right. This is the Gunslingers podcast. It is. The podcast about the Gunslinger. We're not the Gunslinger podcast. That would be a weird name. No. It would have been normal if we'd have called it that from the beginning. Yeah. But it's the Smoking Guns Podcast. I am Philip Higginbotham. I am joined, as always, by Leo Yamath. Hey, Gunslinger fans. And R.C. Woods. Hello, hello, hello. And we are. We're coming to you from the hideout. We are hanging out once again in the home, the home offices of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Yep. As we gather together to talk about football in and around San Antonio, specifically football around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the Alliance. No. Ooh. Uh, American oh. Arena League. Come on now. We're enough in we're enough into this thing where that shouldn't happen anymore. You know what got me? Uh the driving weather. Driving down the uh <laughs> road today to get here. I'm on four ten right about Walsham area. Uh-huh. And I get passed by uh it was a green RAV four, so hopefully this person listens uh and is a gunslinger fan too. Uh commander sticker. On the Aww. back of the car. And, you know, there's been a lot of posts on social media l- lately because it's... The memories. Yeah, it's it's two years it's to the right day. It's right at two right years, when yeah. It started. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun and it's sad at the same time to see those posts and pictures and so, memories. a couple of Mondays ago was actually the two-year anniversary of that first game against the San Diego Fleet. Right. And I wore my commander's jersey um, to commemorate the day. You know, Dolores oh, nice. wore, wore hers, too. And I'm standing in Whataburger in Lavernia, mm-hmm. and the Centos guy who had stopped to get his lunch too comes up and goes, "Man, I'm so bummed that that didn't work out." And I got Aww. a chance to talk to him a little bit about Commander stuff, and I got a chance to say, "Hey, uh, there's a new thing coming," mm-hmm. and talk to him a little bit about Gunslingers football. So very cool. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's still in and around our community. Football, the love for football was here then; it's here now. And uh, we're going to talk about it for the next hour and a half or so. Something like uh-huh. that. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about because we're back, but we're also late. We're late. Yeah. yeah we're, we're like a whole week late. Yeah. And we're light because we made some promises. We did. Uh, so if you pay really close attention to your calendar, you'll notice that it's been three weeks since we've put out an episode, not the two weeks that we like to. I know. Um, yeah. We meant to record last Monday, have it out last Wednesday, and then this thing happened. I don't know if everybody was aware, but there was a little bit of weather issues last week. Snowmageddon. Mm. Man. That's crazy. Did y'all make it through it okay? Like, I know the answer to this because Mm. we actually talked all week long and chatted (laughs) back and forth. But uh, what a weird week. Very weird. Totally crazy. Um. Like that's that's why we live down here in the south. I've lived in Texas all my life. Of course, I grew up in North Texas for the first thirty years or so of my life, um, where you do get snow about once a year in mm-hmm. North Texas in the in the Dallas area. But it's one day, yeah, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like the ones down here that are just one day, you get a snow day and then it's gone. Yeah, um, we get those up in Dallas too. We get them about once a year down here. We get them every one or every two or three years. Right, we get a good one here. Um, this was unlike anything I've ever been through in my life growing up in Texas. And I realize there are people listening to this from the North. You know, Jason Torres, who's from 
uh, New York is listening to this and like, snow is snow, you know, you, you get used to it. But this area is just not built. It, this community, this area is not. Yeah, our infrastructure, <laughs> power-wise, you know, the city-wise, we're definitely not built for that. And I think we proved that very sadly. Well, it wasn't just the snow. It was the weather. It was the, the ice, cold, the, the ice, the conditions. rain. It was a whole bunch of things that added up. Well, and we weren't the only part of Texas that was suffering. Right. Um, mm-hmm. My family is up in the Metroplex still, and uh, mom and dad went, out, went without power for uh, three days. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out, went without water for two days up in that area and, uh, you know, pulled the b- mattress and box springs into the living room next to the fireplace so that mm. they could uh, um, sleep there and rest there and still be warm because the rest of the house was freezing. So Yeah. Uh, there's still people without water that I know of t- today that they're still without water. Um, as far as I know, everybody's got power restored. Um, but yeah, to put this last, uh, week or so lightly, it, I mean, it, it sucked. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, not anything anybody was prepared for. It's funny because growing up in Texas all my life and being here in San Antonio for the last 10 or 15 years, um, I think it's been 13. So right in between 10 and 15 years, I, um, always kind of shrug at the forecast when it's 10 days out and they're like, Oh, it's going to snow next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Everybody it is. did. Everybody. Sure. Did. It is. And yeah. then they were talking about, it's going to get down to seven degrees. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then sure enough, it did. <laughs> um, like, so this episode was supposed to happen last week the 15th. on Monday when it, it started the day, the day after Valentine's mm-hmm. day, the day after Valentine's day, the day it all started. In fact, I woke up that morning um, to two inches of snow in my front yard. Mm-hmm. That was Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and also no hot water <laughs> because my hot water heater had frozen over, uh, which was an easy fix. Mm-hmm. But uh, we decided it would not be safe True. to gather together and record our show. Uh, plus, we don't know that we could have recorded it because Probably we require not. power mm-hmm. to make this thing go. And uh, the power was all kinds of wonky from Monday all the way to Thursday, really. The rolling blackouts. Yep. I had power for like 10 minutes and then it'd go off. Oh, some people I heard had power for like two and a half minutes and it'd be off for two or three hours. <laughs> yeah, that was us. Yeah, and, and, and then that show, that's when we had scheduled and these guys had set their oh, yeah. you know, schedules aside. They had planned for it and we had we we're going to have the QB room here, both, both quarterbacks. Yeah, Nate Mace and uh, David Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to come in and uh, talk about Gunslingers football and uh, being quarterbacks for your San Antonio Gunslingers. And, of course, that got pushed off. And then when we moved it to this week, um, they're not available. Right. Because schedules are what they are. Right. So we're going to have them. We're going to get them on soon. We just don't have them on today. You're you're stuck with us. Bummer. (laughs) Oh, come on. And we were going to do, a, a, like, a trivia game. I was excited about that, too. You kept talking about this, but we never got, like, an insight of to what what, you, what were you doing. What sort of trivia? Like, different, uh, for example, I had a question about um, what was the, the name of the mascot for the Miami Dolphins? Booyah. Did you just said it. Did you just? Is, is what it, is the name? Is it Booyah? No. Oh, oh, of the mascot. Okay, yeah, what okay. is the name of the mascot for the Miami oh. Dolphins? He has a certain name. Oh. Oh, I, I don't know. It's TD. 
TD. No. TD the Dolphin. Okay. Hey, Interesting. I didn't name him, but just uh, kind of quirky questions like that about football. Gotcha. You know, there was a previous iteration of the Miami Dolphin that got kidnapped and was rescued um, by Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. I don't know yes. if you knew that or not. No, I didn't know that. It, there's a documentary film out about really? it that's really incredible. A full-length documentary. Yes. It's, it's really, really incredible. I'll have to look it up. Finkel is Einhorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will have them. We will have them with us uh, here in the near future. We're going to reschedule and make all of that work. But in the meantime, we've got lots of news. There's lots of things going on around Gunslinger World, and there should be because 17. Is that the lucky number? That's the number. That's the number on Wednesday Wednesday. when this comes out. It's 17. Oh, she got the (laughs) She brought the noise makers. Sorry, guys. I told you to hide that. (laughs) Did you? Oh, sorry. I I didn't hide it well enough. Apparently. 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 Uh, yeah, so 17 days away when you're hearing this, 19 when we're recording it. Um, it's, it's gosh, it's here. It's around the corner. It is. And and Leo and I and Jonas uh, Clark are putting together the live broadcast, the live streaming, and how that's going to look. And so we're a little nervous because we've never done this before. You guys are going to do great. Uh, I mean, we've done some things like this before. Jonas is uh, a master at this yep. kind of stuff. Um, but we're going to lean on him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do the work. Lean uh, on we're going to, we're going to sit up and talk football like we do for an hour and a half during our show. We're just going to do it all the way through the game. That's easy. That's yeah. the easy part. Jonas has got all the hard work. Yeah. Uh, but we're working on putting all of that together so that you can enjoy San Antonio gunslingers football, uh, away from the Rose palace, but you're not going to want to do that of unless we're not. on the road. Right. You want to I mean, be you want to there be at the there. game. Mm-hmm. And hopefully everybody's got their tickets by now. They did another flash sale. Another one. That's right. Um, yeah. Surprisingly and uh uh that's done. Like you're not going to get another opportunity to do that. Yeah, if you're just hearing about it now, sorry you missed sorry it. Sorry you missed it. Uh it was a good deal, but it's gone at this point. Um so, you got an opportunity Leo, to go uh, two weeks ago, not the ice week, but the week before the ice week. Right. Uh, you got to go out to the Rose Palace and take a look around. And uh, what did you think? Like, it's it's perfect place to play football, right? It's set up perfectly for football, yeah? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it the perfect place to play football? No. Is it pretty... Close to being perfect for the San Antonio Gunslingers to play football. It's it's there. There there's there's a little work to be done, but they're doing it, and um, it's kind of a, a cool. I mean, we've talked about having names for it. We talked about like the saloon or the corral, something yeah. like that is going to work perfectly for it. Yeah, it's got the Western motif because it is Definitely. literally a rodeo a arena, rodeo. which is which yeah. is fun. There there's something that's fun about that. Yeah, so like um, when we went, uh, there were the ownership was there. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had no idea. We we were gonna do kind of like a a test run mm-hmm. of uh, for camera angles and stuff like that for the broadcast and um, on the sound system. So we had the PA announcer there and everything uh, doing his tests. Um, but um, 
what I didn't know was the entire team was going to be there. So Coach Hernandez oh, yeah. showed I up. I saw those pictures. And the guys were all there, and they were kind of getting familiarized with what's going to be their home. And they were pretty excited about that. But uh, there were some kids there. There was family there as well. And what I heard was um, one of the kids, uh, one of the girls, she's like, I, I, there's horses here? <laughs> and so one of the people that was there just went out and brought a couple horses out so she could see the horses. Oh, right, very right cool. There. Yeah, it was very, very nice. Did you see any famous singers? I, did, I saw his name plastered at a couple places. Oh, okay. Of course, you're talking about George Strait. I am talking oh, yeah. about George Strait. As far as we know, is the owner of the venue, or at least is at one or point was did. at one point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, it's it's kind of a very westerny, you know, I don't want to say rough, but it, it, it fits the motif. You, you, you arrive to the parking lot. It's very spacious. You can see all the um, uh, the areas where you'd have, like, you know, the, the, the horses, where they keep the horses stables sure. and everything like that. Uh, you go up some stairs and you come into this venue and you, you kind of go through the main entryway and it opens up. And, I mean, it's a it's a rodeo stadium. It opens it, it opens up and the turf isn't laid down yet, so they still right. had you know your particular I don't know what you call it that they put under the dirt. Yeah, yeah, dirt. the horses run through. It's I always dirt. call it dirt. It's just called yeah. dirt. I like yeah, dirt. Just dirt. Let's go with dirt. Dirt. Yeah. So I'll play in the dirt would be kind of cool, but yeah, that's not going to happen. No, they're going to roll out some turf. <laughs> they're going to uh, they're going to have the dasher boards mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have everybody around it. And what I love about this particular venue, so we talked about some of the other venues that didn't work out, and uh, this is going to be a an intimate kind of feel. Very intimate. At no point, um, based on the pictures you showed me, I've been there, mm-hmm. but you can tell me if I'm wrong. It looks like to me that at no point will even the people that are furthest away from it be more than about 25 or 30 yards away from the field. Oh, less than that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you're going to, even if you have the seats in the back, you're still really close to the action and really close to the things that are going on. And, and it'll be uh, an intimate feel. We'll, we'll all be in this thing together. Well, I mean, you and I won't because we'll be stuck up at a booth. We'll, we'll I'll be, be in there. a booth, yeah. So not a bad seat in the house. No, not at all. Our seat will be right in the thick of it. So there's kind of a little something for everybody there, depending on what you go to a sporting event for. So there's going to be seats Right, you know the dashboard seats, sure. which are going to be right down on the on the dirt level, you know where the dirt would normally be if it's a a rodeo event, right, uh-huh. uh, surrounding the field, um, inside of the typical you know steel rails that they have going around, right. So you'll actually be on the other side of that fence area, separated from from the masses, from, from the exactly. unwashed masses. Exactly. They don't have dasher board seats. Right. Oh. With the general admission, which is the the, uh, the bleacher riser mm-hmm. seats that they have on, on each side of the field. Um, so if you want to be right on the action, you have the dasher board seats. If you want to be not so close to where, you know, guys are running into walls and making you dr- spill your beer everywhere trying to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might like that. You might not. You might. Right. You want to be in the general admission uh, bleacher seats where you're on top of the action, but right not next to it. And then also near where the DJ is, who's going to be really rocking that place because it's going. It, I mean, it's going to lend itself to the acoustics, yeah, uh, uh, of the music that the DJ is going to be playing. Um, so it's definitely going to be rowdy, even in the bleachers. But if you're more into the like, I just want to kind of hang out, 
watch some football chill. and drink my beer and chill. There's this standing room balcony area. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Which if I recall, I think those are five bucks. Um, I don't remember. I want to say they're five bucks. Um, standing room only. Yeah. And it's like a deck and it's right next to where the bar is or the bar cool. service. Um, there are going to be, you know, concession stands and everything like mm-hmm. that. There's going to be stands for um, gear to buy your gear at the they're games. They're going to sell the, uh, the Gunslinger beer there, right? Yes. yes. Okay. That's awesome. right. And then, of, and then, of course, if you want to be kind of the, well, I, I like a little bit of the luxury and I like to be away from where it's all the, the loud activity is and, and have, you know, my, you know, I don't want to eat a hot dog. I want to eat, I don't know, maybe upscale, meal, whatever, maybe, upscale maybe, food yeah. and be more catered to. I don't, know anybody the owner's goes, box. <laughs> I don't know anybody that goes to a football game is like, I'm going for the filet mignon. <laughs> no, if I don't you know, do, be filet I mean, mignon there. It was just <laughs> but I could like that atmosphere. Yeah, well, but mini to... corn dogs, isn't that what we say? There you now? go, mini corn dogs. Yeah, there you go. Totino's pizza rolls. There you go. There you go. Those kind of things. Yeah, so you have the owner's box for that. So there's different level, there's different pricing for the seats. We went over that in the last show, but it's also pretty apparent at the venue, like there's that, those sections that you can choose from and just kind of find the one that suits you the best. Right. But there isn't a bad view from anywhere. Yeah, I, cool. I wouldn't expect, I mean, based on the, the, the really the way... It looks like it's set up. You're really never going to be very far away from the action. No. Um, it's going to be loud, too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you get, you know, it is it is a uh, cozy venue. Is yeah. that a good way to say that? Cozy, yeah. Um, and I think it's going to, you know, it's a metal roof. It's going to echo well if we want to get cause a problem for... Opposing uh, offenses as they attempt to uh, to take on Cody and Pierre and those guys, I, I think we can, as fans, affect the game I on honest, some level. I honestly think the opposing teams are going to be intimidated at when they come into this place. They're going to be like, "What the heck is going on here?" Like it, it's it. Everybody's going to be right on on them, right on top of them. It's going to yeah. be loud, um, very enclosed. There were some questions about the roof and the height, you know, worried about. Yeah, the, kicking, the kicking and, and long passes cut. for that matter. Yeah, I can say after being there and you, you can probably see from the pictures that were posted by some of the players that were there. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's a concern at all. Uh, it's kind of optically when you first see it, you're like, oh, because especially because it peaks in the middle and then comes down right. the roof mm-hmm. line. You're worried about on the sidelines. uh if it's going to be, you know, obstructive to, to play, but it's really not when, when the guys got out on the field and they were kind of messing around and playing around out there, um, visualizing what opening day was going to be like, you could see the space above their heads and, you know, you're not throwing 80 yard bombs. I mean, the, right. the field mm-hmm. fields only, only 50, 50 yards, yards. Um, kicks are not going to be a problem because it is elevated in the middle and the goal posts are not as wide. Right. They're not standard width goal posts in arena football. So he's got to kick it right down the middle anyways um, and not too too long. On a couple of obviously. things that are going to aid that. There is no punting. So nope. you're not punting for hang time. You're not trying to get it way up in the air. I know uh, when Jerry World opened, when AT&T Stadium opened, there was a lot of talk about punters hitting the scoreboard, the gigantic uh, (laughs) uh, screen that they have there at Jerry world. And it's not, it's possible, but it's not in your best interest to be able to do that. Like you don't want a kick to do that. Um, But we're not punting here. 
and kickoffs, which is the only kicks that really happen, or field goals, um, are you're trying to kick right down the center. Right on the middle. Mm-hmm. On a kickoff, if you get it in between the goalposts, you get a point. So you can actually score uh, an extra point on your kickoff. Wow. In uh, arena I, football. I could see Manny doing that. So he's aiming for that. He's not trying to kick off to the sides. You're not trying to do any of that. You're trying to get it right down the middle uh, and get that extra point for your team. Yeah, and I don't think we have a whole lot to worry about with our kicker as far mm-hmm. as uh, kick power or kick accuracy I've been seeing in practice, and I think I think we're good, guys. I think we're good. So, yeah, we're not going to have – maybe some of the visiting teams might have something to worry about. <laughs> they might have some issues. Um, yeah, and then the, the additional – incentive for them to kick down the middle and not towards the side is if a ball happens to go out of bounds of play, then if someone gets that ball, from what I understand, that you, you get to keep the ball. Right. And those balls are pricey, so ownership is not <laughs> wanting for that to happen very often. So Now, you mentioned the parking lot. Do you know if, um, how much they're going to be charging for parking or how big was it? Or We had some discussions where he kind of hinted. And our last, uh, our last show with Jason. Do you uh, I'm guessing it's going to be ten ten dollars. Yeah, $10. that's okay. that's what it sounded like. That's reasonable. That's, there's yeah. there's plenty of parking. It's a, a very large parking space. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you, at either Perfect. of the other two venues we were talking about, it would have been doubled. Oh that. yeah, for oh, yeah, sure. Parking sure. would have been double that. Yeah. Um. So again, it's it's um, it'll take some getting used to. It's not really what we were thinking when we started all this off. I know that it causes some issues for some fans. I know our buddy um, and our listener, Bill Ingram. <gasps> yes, I was uh, going to bring him Reached up. out to uh, everybody today and said he would be watching, but he would not be there and because the bus doesn't get up. Via doesn't take him that's up That's right. And I said, don't worry about it. You get your ticket, and I'll, I'll figure out how to get there. Yeah, so for, we're going to uh, – RC, I say we're. I'm going to take – Credit for your your <laughs> uh, your willingness, but uh, no, you're gonna try to get uh, Bill up there. Oh, for sure, um, one way or another, and so he can enjoy it. So yeah, I mean, there are things that you have to be concerned about. Right. You have to be uh, mindful of. It's in a different spot than you would expect, but that's going to be a good thing. I, I don't want, I don't want it to deter anybody from saying, "Oh, I don't have a ride." You know, we we're as a family here. You know, we'll help you out. Yeah. That's what we do in Texas. If we can. I if mean, we can, we'll do what we can. No promises or anything. Uh, we're not well, going to run promise, a shuttle service. I'll, prom- I'll promise Bill that <laughs> I'll get a ride. There's Uber. There's a lot of different ways, but There's for Lyft. sure, Bill. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the venue is is good to go. I mean, they're, they're, um, they're all set with uh, putting down the, the field. All of that happens the night before. Is that is that what you understand? Yeah, that's for, from what I understood in conversation. Uh, the field gets put up and or put down and everything set up uh, the day before the actual game. Very cool. Very so, cool. Did you get a chance to go to the locker rooms at all? Are there um, locker rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Being that this is a rodeo uh, venue, there aren't uh, rodeo traditional people? locker rooms oh, okay. per se. They're more... Um, Rooms. There, there's there rooms, separate rooms. You oh, know, okay. one for home and one for visitor. Um, I think they actually do have windows, so they're going to have to block those off in order for the <laughs> players to be able to change inside those rooms oh. and sure. come out. From what I understand, so. what was that? Oh, you got the peep show. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. You charge extra for that. That is okay, a premium. That's right. Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Hmm. We've gone off the rails now. <laughs> Speaking of the, the bus, I, I hadn't thought about that, but maybe there could, maybe uh, ownership can work on some sort of like a parking ride. Um, from, something to think about, something yeah. to look into, especially, especially if, if there's a Monday lot of games. folks that are looking, you know, to come yeah, to the games that aren't available. They want to consider. We'll talk to them about it. You never know. You never know. Is That's that a cool noise. Yeah. Um, somebody's running their generator. <laughs> it's that time. Um, well, good. The, the Sounds good. I wish I could have been out there with you guys. Um, I was busy that night, uh, but I loved getting the pictures back. The horses running around mm-hmm. the same spots we're going to see, um, you know. I can't wait. Pierre Thomas and, uh, I, yeah, did I say that right? Pierre, Tom- yeah. Pierre Turner. Pierre, Pierre Turner. Turner. Not Pierre Thomas. That, he that? used to play for the uh, Saints, <laughs> didn't he? Yes. Uh, Pierre Turner and Cody Brooks and David Oliveira and Nate Mace, all of those guys are going to be running around out there instead of those horses um, here in just about 17 days. Um, so that's going to be exciting. Very exciting. Guess what? We're going to take a break right here. We'll come back and we'll talk some more about Gunslingers football. Okay. And... Uh, We'll get you all caught up on the other things that have happened since the last time we recorded. We are excited to announce, and we've already said something about them, and we'll be talking about them a lot through the season. JD's Bar and Grill is now the studio sponsor for the Smoking Guns podcast. That's awesome. I knew that was coming. 2000 Southeast Loop 410 Suite 101. They are right there at the Rigsby exit at 410. Um, or 87, if you prefer the numbered highway version of San Antonio. They have uh, live music uh-huh. on the weekends. They, they have, have pool, pool tables. Table darts. Um, uh, darts at a bar? No. Yes, of course. <laughs> no way. And drinks? Uh, they do. They have drinks. They have food. They have uh, live music. They've got sports on TV. It's it's JD's Sports Bar. As you, I drove by it today. I saw it today uh, as I was driving into the studio. It's a pretty studio. big place, right? It's big. Good um, parking. It's right there on the end of the... Uh, Access uh, Road? Well, shopping it's center. right up against the Access Road. It's on the end of the Access, uh, uh, the shopping center. Mm-hmm. You can see it right from the road. Nice big place. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are uh, our title sponsor. Or I'm sorry, our uh, studio sponsor. Yes. And so we will be headed out there at some point. For sure. To do some shows from out there, inviting everyone out to join us for some drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both socializing. Yeah, socializing. Uh, social distance socializing, because yes. that's a thing now. Yeah. Um, and food. But you don't have to wait for us uh, to go out and visit JD's Bar and Grill. Go out there. Uh, once again, it's one, it's 2000 Southeast loop 410 suite 101 JD's bar and grill. Um, and we're excited to be partnering with them as we move into the gunslinger season. Every time we're anywhere, That's uh, right. it doesn't matter where we are. Nope. JD's bar and grill is bringing you, um, the mobile studio and the gunslingers podcast. So and we're so thankful for them. If we're out the smoking at, guns podcast. Yeah. What did I say? You said the gunslingers. I did podcast. It again. Well, we are the gunslingers. We are. Podcast. We are, but, uh, yeah. So no matter where we are, if we're at Alamo brewery, mm-hmm. it's, uh, there, we are still the JD bar and grill, um, mobile studios. That's right. No matter where we are today, we're in the hideout. If we're ever in the wild, wild west of San Antonio again, which yep. we often broadcast from when we start broadcasting from the Rose Palace, which That's I'm telling right. you is coming. Um, JD's Bar and Grill will be a part of that too. They are our newest sponsor on the show, and we're excited to have them. 
Speaking yes. of sponsors of the show, um, we have a sponsor that we've had since the very beginning, and we're super excited about that's Teardrop Pepper Company. That's right. Chris, uh, Chris over at Teardrop Pepper Company is not only a sponsor of the Smoking Guns podcast, now he's a sponsor of the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers. You're going to see them on the wall, cool and uh, we'll talk more about that when we get back here into the show in a second. But um, if you haven't tried the Golden Habanero or Supreme Serrano, Get with it, guys. Uh, come, on. Try, come on. You're busy. You've got to order now. We've got 17 days until uh, we're tailgating, and you're going to want to use this on your chicken, on your pizza. steak, on your pizza, on whatever you're Ribs, eating out of the tailgate. Burgers. Um, you're going to want to use stuff. this stuff. And I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. It's good. It's good delicious. Uh, so go online now. You're not going to find it at HEB. You're not going to find anything at HEB right now. <laughs> uh, but you're not going to find Teardrop Peppercone sauces at HEB. They're just not there yet. You're going to have to go online to teardroppepperco.com. Yep. Use the offer code ARENA. Save 10% on your order. Order enough to get you through the season or at least a couple of games. And that's a few bottles. That's yeah, not one. Save on shipping. Right. Um, you got 17 days for the first game, so get yeah, it before then. Get it now. If you order now, they should get it to you in time for that first game. For sure. In time for that first tailgate uh, opportunity, and you can use it on all your stuff and just blow everybody away. All those people that are walking around the parking lot, and you're like, hey, come try this. They're going right. to go, what did you put on this? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be telling them about Teardrop Peppercoe. And then you can point to their banner on the field, that's on right. the yep. dashboard, and say, that's the place right there, teardroppepperco.com. Not to add any pressure, but maybe Chris wants to come down for Chris opening day. Well, Chris, now that the they game. are sponsors of the team, they have tickets. That's yeah. right. They and they should. can bring some product with them. Oh, and, yeah. And so uh, Teardrop Pepperco, not only a sponsor of the Smoking Guns podcast, now they're a sponsor of your San Antonio Gunslingers. Go check them out online, teardroppepperco.com. They got T-shirts. Yes, they do. You can be wearing your Teardrop Peppercoat t-shirt and your San Antonio Gunslinger hat. They both dropped like the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go uh, get all decked out for the game and get ready to go. And they got the two flavors now. Mm-hmm. Supreme Serrano and the Golden Habanero. Mm-hmm. I love that Golden Habanero. I do too. God, that's good. Uh, go check them out, teardroppepperco.com, and follow them on all the social media outlets at Teardrop Peppercoat. Spoken Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Wood, sitting around the table talking about the uh, gunslingers mm-hmm. and football in general. And we talked about ice and snow a little bit because that's on everybody's mind right now. True. In the first segment. Guess we, that's why I'm mad. I'm kicking stuff here. Yeah. So, they like, didn't hear that. Be mad. What? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hear that. I recorded after that. But now you've told everybody you were kicking the table I before the we got table. back. Was Sorry, it? Jason. Sorry, Hector. Um, Leo's in here messing up your furniture. Yeah. So we are, we're at the uh, Gunslinger's office. We're at the hideout in or or with the JD Bar and Grill Mobile Studios. Um, we have a sponsor for the studio now, JB's Bar and Grill. You just heard us talk about them a little bit. That's a little quieter, right? Is that better? Oh, come on. <laughs> That deserved a cheer noise. That did deserve it does. a cheer. No, we're, we're super excited about button? working in that. Oh, yeah, what's I do, the button? I do. The... Which is this one? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I like yeah. that. So, uh, we have a game coming up in no time, we in do. 17 days, in a little over two weeks. The San Antonio Gunslingers will take the field there at the Rose Palace. We just talked a little bit about the venue and what all of that looks like. It's going to be cool. Um, and they will be taking on uh, the the new and improved enemy, 
Um, the enemy. Way back in the day, we talked to Tyrone Washington. Yep. He was at the time putting together the North Texas Falcons. They were going to play in the Garland area. All of that kind Ka-ka. of. Remember we made that noise? Oh, yeah. No, I remember that. Um, that didn't work out. That kind of uh, morphed into something new. And he joined with um, the brother of Hector Garcia, our owner. Can you imagine Ooh, sibling that? Sibling rivalry. And Ooh. they put together a team, the North Texas Bulls, and that's who's coming in on the 13th. On Saturday the 13th in the Rose Palace, um, the North Texas Bulls will come down, and we will see the first of three games this season, and the first of what I think is going to end up being uh, a rivalry between these two teams. And it reminds me of... Um, our previous time together and how the rivals okay. were the first game we played at That's home. True. Like uh, the, the commanders played the fleet. I remember that at home in the Alamo dome. And uh, we had a great time. We sure did. Well, it looks like this is our, this is, we're doing it all over again. Mm-hmm. Like it's at home. It's the, uh, it's a Saturday game. So it'll be right in the midst of everybody's, uh, availability to come out uh-huh. no cheer excuses. on the gunslingers and we got brother versus brother uh-huh. we've got north texas bulls versus the south texas san antonio gunslingers it's a civil war in a way uh, I'm, I'm running with I like that, that. We're, yeah. we're calling it that that's, um, that's the game I, title I was civil of war. I was until of- somebody comes along and tells me that that's no longer politically correct and and we have to change it but oh someone's gonna say something wah, but someone, wah. Wah, i know <laughs> Could we call it the BS, the bull slaughter? Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> or is that pushing the boundaries? Uh, there could be some other connotations for that. Yeah, that also could. involves bulls. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so when we talked about this game a little bit earlier, Leo, you uh, seem to think that the gunslingers have the edge. Of course. They've got don't. an edge. Why? Which also means that you know, the pressure's on them. Right. Which yeah. is the deal. If you have the edge, and, and we're going to go through why we think that's the case, um, but that doesn't mean that you're, that, that doesn't make the game any easier. When you have the edge, it, it can almost make it harder because you walk away from this one with a loss, and all of a sudden, what does that say? That's going to be tough to swallow. Um, but yeah. we th- seem to think the gunslingers have the edge uh, for a few reasons. What are, what are some of those reasons, Leo? Well, the gunslingers have been in training camp for how long now? Since October. Yeah. 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 So they they How long have the North Texas Bulls been uh, in training camp? Uh, Zero days. There you go. Oh, really? They're still trying out. They are still conducting tryouts. So they, they, I mean, they have a, a team assembled, but they're still working on their roster, trying out people and having open tryouts. So sure. when you're doing that kind of stuff... Um, you're not, you're obviously you don't have your full team out there practicing and putting right. things together and game plans and stuff like that, where the gunslingers are ready well on their way with that. We're still not all the way down on cut downs, but mm-hmm. they've got a pretty good idea of which way they're going. There's some guys that are on the bubble and fighting to stick. Um, but you know, they've, they've got things pretty well put together because they've been doing it for a while now. Right. Not to mention, it is a home game for the Gunslingers. Home game? Mm-hmm. Love the home and while field advantage. I don't know, and this is a whole conversation we could actually have, I don't know if home field advantage means a lot in the first half of 
the NFL season or even college football anymore. I, I, I'm not sure home field advantage is a big deal. We are not talking about football on either of those levels. This is a brand new thing for everybody that steps on the field on that Saturday. Uh, I was going to say night, but I think it's an afternoon game. But on that Saturday, this is entirely new for everybody. Both coaches, right? all the teams, the broadcast booth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody is new. Um, that is only going to exasperate to me the home field advantage side of Web- this. Website says 730 on Saturday. Okay. Well, that's even better. Yeah. Saturday night. Um, what do you think? Do you, do you Do you agree or disagree with that particular idea? You think that magnifies the home field advantage a little bit everybody's new yeah i think so i i I would i would have to agree with you um it's we we'll we'll see we'll see how i mean i think the place is going to be rocking it's going to be loud we've already talked about that sure it's going to be loud it's going to be loud when the other team has the ball Mm -hmm. and you know on offense it's not going to be loud when our team has the ball in offense, yes. right, San Antonio? <laughs> right, no San way. Antonio. No way. We're not doing the way. <laughs> so that that and and that's going to be disruptive to their offense. Mm-hmm. That's on top of what we've already seen from our defense as far as disruption. Um, and I am very impressed with with what we've seen from our defense. I don't think there's anybody sitting at this table that isn't. Um, so. I definitely think it's gonna it's gonna be a, a, a big advantage for them. Well, I still think it's an advantage because the people from they're coming off from what North Texas, right? They still have to drive here. Yeah, they gotta drive here. Our people here are already here. We already, you know, sleeping in their own beds, you know, had that comfort. They've already been out to the field before, to the rodeo field, I guess. Is that what yeah. we're calling it? So I think there's there's definitely advantages to having the home being the first game here at home. I don't know how many people are gonna Make a road trip for the first game of the season. If you're talking about North Texas people, yeah, I mean, I don't, I I fully don't expect a week later we go to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I do not expect a whole lot of gunslingers fans. Although it'd be cool if some of you make that trip. It'd be great if you would. How far is Mississippi? It is a nine-hour nine drive. So it's just like El Paso. Just like El Paso. Yeah. Opposite direction. It is. Yeah. It's the opposite direction. It is El Paso. It, oh, okay. It, it is almost exactly. That's a great way to say it because I bet you saying, oh, we're going to El Paso. Some people are going, I might make a trip to El Paso for a game. And then you say Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to okay. that. It's the Literally, same they realize it's the same. Yeah, it's about the same. I think Hattiesburg, I, I looked this up. I think it's about an hour difference. Hattiesburg is about an hour further, but. It's still yeah. a road trip. There's still stuff between here and Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I don't know if you've ever been out to El Paso before, but there's nothing that is true. on that drive. Tumbleweeds. There's got to be a casino. Are there tumbleweeds now? <laughs> Has somebody brought in some tumbleweeds? Because the last time I went through there, there weren't even tumbleweeds. It's just it's just sand and not even like pretty sand. It's just no. gray sand, just grossness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, it, it's really, really depressing. I, I'm actually going to be driving there for spring break. Going out to see my daughter. Okay. So I'll let you know what I see. <laughs> I can let you know right now what you see. Close your eyes. Okay. What you're looking at now is better than what you're going to see on your drive. Oh, my gosh. It's it's, it's not a great drive. Uh, okay. It's, I've been out there a couple of times in my life, and I've never been impressed by anything I've seen on that drive, period. Mm. At least between here and Hattiesburg, you get to uh, go through Louisiana. 
That's always fun. Um, you do get to see Mississippi. There you There's, go. The, you know, it, it's it, there's stuff. There's stuff. There's something. <laughs> there are trees and grass. <laughs> things. Casinos. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If you're going through uh, Louisiana, I'm mm-hmm. sure you're going to run across sure. a casino or two. Uh. Yeah. I don't know how many people are going to make the six-hour drive down from um, North, North Texas. Texas to the Alamo city to watch their uh, North Texas bulls get beat. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how many there's going to be. Yeah. Um, so the fan side of the home field advantage is, is certain, but I think there's a lot more to it this time. Um, and, and I think it'll go away as we move through the season. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll catch up. I mean, they'll, but it's everybody's get it together. first time. Um, I expect, I don't want to run anybody off or make any, I don't expect the highest scoring game we'll see of the season from either team. Probably not, no. Um, Because everybody's learning. Everybody's learning how all of this works and you're getting called for penalties for the first time. You know, we've been out to practice and we've seen Coach Tony call them for penalties when they jump. The one thing he hates, and man, I love it. I love to hear him get all over them, is... uh, False starts. Yeah. Mm. He jumps all over the offense anytime there's anything resembling a false yeah, start. Yeah, he does. He does not like that, and I am a big fan uh, of that kind of thought. But I, that you'll be getting called for penalties for the first time. I think the only thing he hates worse than false, false starts is drop passes. Mm. Well, yeah, because it's a waste. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a waste of a play. To yeah. drop a pass that's uh-huh. in your hand is a waste of a play. Everybody else executed. One person on the end of that play did not. Mm-hmm. And everybody's work is worthless. It means nothing. Um, so I can see why that upsets him. And then on the other side of that, almost almost the mirror side of that, one person's mistake uh, doesn't allow you to do what you had planned to do. You've you've worked, uh, you know, into your down and distance situation. You have chose the play. You've called any audibles. You've read the defense, and you're just about to snap the ball and execute. And all of that gets short-circuited by somebody jumping off sides. Both are extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. One, because you've done everything and somebody messed up. And one, because you've got everything planned and somebody messed up. I can see how both of those are very frustrating. Yep. But and to avoid those false starts, you have to have everyone in the offense in tune, which means they've got to have some time together to put the offense together and yeah. timing and all that. And the gunslingers have had a lot the adva- a big advantage when it comes to that. Well, and there's a timing issue in arena football that uh, I know we've mentioned and we've brought up before on the offensive side of the ball that you do not have an 11-man football, and that is the wide receiver in motion toward the line. Yep. Because they cannot cross the line before the ball is snapped. And they are coming on a full run. It's not a jog. No. It is not, uh, you know, let me start two or three steps back and, uh, you know, move toward the line. They're usually starting 10 to 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and they're at a full run by the time the ball is snapped. Yep. And if the timing is off on any of that, you're going to get called. Yep. Um, So you'll be getting called for penalties for the first time. You'll be dealing with a crowd for the first time. You'll be dealing with play clocks and – game clocks, and all of those things for the first time. And that's not going to be easy on either team. I'm not saying we'll, you know, yeah, we're not gonna San be Antonio will yeah. have it all together and mm-hmm. North Texas won't. No, it'll be a problem for both teams. But um, there's something about doing that in front of your home fans. Mm-hmm. 
You know, there's something about getting called for a false start in front of your own fans as opposed to on the road, um, especially if the fans on the road were the ones that helped you achieve that false start. Oh, yeah. Um, if if the fans realize they're getting in your head and they're causing you to commit penalties, Watch out. Get you're louder. in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Watch you're out. in serious trouble. Well, the other thing to consider is, I know people are thinking, well, I don't know about that date, March 13th. That should be the second weekend of the kids' spring break. So that may be something you guys can start planning as a parent, as a family. The, the tickets are reasonable. We said they're even incredibly, you know, incredibly yes. reasonable. Yeah. So definitely start thinking about what are we going to do with spring break for the kids. The kids are tired of being at home. This would be a great opportunity to get these kids out. Plan is at seven thirty. You can come early for the tailgating. I'm sure we're going to have lots of activities. Gates open at noon for yeah, tailgating. for sure. You know, mm-hmm. and I think this would be a great activity for family and friends and everyone to get together. And then at, in the evening, you get to watch a game. Yeah, so that's a win-win. It really is. Yeah, it's a great uh, activity for you to just kind of cap off spring break. Yes. Um, and have a good time with the family, bring them out, enjoy. And it's a great way to try it out. If you're mm-hmm. like, you know what, I don't want to sink. Like, we know of some folks that were like, I'm not sinking a bunch of money into this venture until I know what it is. Right. Well, here's your chance. Like, right. This is your opportunity to find out what it is. Um, and they kind of tailor-made set it up for you. It is spring break. It, it is. is a Saturday. It, it is. is a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things should work to Your the majority of people's yes. availability. Not everybody's. No. There's always going to be somebody, well, well, I work on Saturday nights. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 they couldn't pull everybody that wanted to go to the game <laughs> and be like, let's find the perfect time for you. Well, but that's what the live broadcast is for. So Absolutely. And, watch it. and it'll be cataloged. It'll still be there yep. on um, we're planning to be Facebook live, so it will still be on their Facebook feed, the gunslingers, and it will be on YouTube, which is where I would go to watch it. If I were going to watch yep. it after the fact, but, uh, you'll be able to go back and watch. Yep. And that's another great thing about coming live. You can mm-hmm. come and you can come watch it live mm-hmm. and then you can go home. And, you know, if you were not paying really close attention, mm-hmm. drink uh, a little too much beer, you right. can, you can watch it again and, uh, and be guided by the professional voices of Philip Higginbotham and Leo Yamas. Not just the voices. <laughs> Sorry, let, we'll go ahead and apologize for that up no, front. No, no, no. We, we tried to not great. not have it so that, you know, there would be any cameras. Yeah. You know, we talked about camera angles. It was <laughs> supposed to go away. They were like, we need a camera in the booth so that we can see you guys. And I'm like, that's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, no. But unfortunately, they deemed it was. So yeah, you get to you get to see and hear hear the voices, see the faces. So as North Texas, now <laughs> here's, here's the other side of that, because I think you brought it up well, as we started this segment, um, because they have the edge doesn't mean, um, that it's easy. No. In fact, it puts more pressure Pressure's on, on because I gotta be honest with you. And I know we have players that listen and I know the coach listens and I know ownership listens to the show. You guys lose this game. Or don't oh, look man. good. Ouch! Uh, it, it begins to uh, it begins to scare gunslingers fans because by then we're in in the throes of the season. We're we're yeah. all about we got to win this thing. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say this: if the gunslingers lose the first game, the game at home, knowing what I know of Coach Hernandez, <laughs> knowing what I know <laughs> of the rest of the coaching staff, uh-huh. knowing what I know of ownership. Not everyone's going to be there for game two. 
yeah, there'll probably be some changes. I was just thinking um, if they were to go out somehow. Yeah. I, I mean, there's already been a bar set by ownership. Jason Torres said here oh, yeah. two shows ago and said the team was not going to go five and five or seven and three. Oh, he that's said right. nine and oh. That's right. That's what he said. If you mess with that in the first game out, if you mess that up on oh, the oh, first gosh. game out, I'm not talking to Jason the whole week. Like I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm not chatting with him. I'm not calling him. I'm not yeah, talking to I, Jason for the whole week. I I'm don't want to. That I, that man would scare me at that point. If you blow nine and zero in the very first game against a team right. on the road who just came together when you've been together for six months. Yeah, no. Like the and, pressure's and on. And we're not even the guys that would be responsible for it. So imagine the guys who are responsible for right. that show. Right. Yeah, I would not want to be in their shoes. Speaking of that, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm going to put this out there to the public ear right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it was something that was an idea that I came up with and I mentioned I it. I love And this. it was offline. I love this idea. And, uh, you know, Jason has his, his gunslinger's uh, hoodie. Yeah, his custom gunslinger's hoodie yeah. that he won't seem to... Uh, open up and make available for anybody else. I could have used one of those last yeah. week. <laughs> right. We all could have. <laughs> so he, he was talking about customizing it on the back, like yeah. putting something, and I was like, hey, I've got an idea for your customization. Since you've already put it out there, 9-0, and oh, an undefeated season, Ooh. why not put that on your hoodie put up and wear up. that That's right. throughout Do the it. season? You got it right on your back because you said it, 9-0. and oh. And you know what? He loved the idea. That's great. He said That's he great. loved it. So let's see if he actually. That's like those guys through. that get uh, their NBA team tattooed <laughs> with NBA champion the year before at the beginning of the preseason. Daring. There was a guy back in uh, 2011 that was a Maverick fan mm -hmm. who got that tattoo. 2011 NBA champions, and they actually won it. But it was inexplicable <laughs> that they won that championship, and I was just like, man, that that guy is a bigger fan than me. I don't like admitting when people are bigger fans of my teams than I am, but I'm like, that guy, he's he a bigger fan than me. He just is. Um, yeah, I think you should. 9-0. 9-0, I like it. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, if they go out and they spit the bit and, and things don't look good in this first game and they lose, Oof. yeah. I mean, even if it doesn't look good and they win, you've preserved that possibility of 9-0. But if you go on in the very first game, it, at that point, it doesn't matter if you go eight and one, and that's the only game you lost. <laughs> no, it's no. not going to be a good feeling. We it's have just, to win. Uh, and and for the record, I can't imagine going undefeated your very first season of anything. Yeah, that's a like, tall I'm, order. I'm not. I, I'm not on board with Jason's prediction. He but knows got, better than I do. I love his heart. I love the fact that he's willing to jump out and say that. But that I expect a loss here or there. Right, but not in the first game. You got to be no. one and zero. Oh. You no. got to be. You got to be one and zero oh to start the season. You got to. I will say this though, talking about you know going nine and zero oh undefeated. One thing that you said earlier that I'll go out on a limb and I'll predict. You said that the first game is not going to be the high scoring game for either team. Yeah, very likely, so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that no one in the Texas division no. will have their high scoring game. No. Against the San Antonio Gunslingers. Oh, oh no! I like that. I like no, that. No, no, no. Um, for sure. The, yeah, the, that's not happening. The defense that, it, unless we're just totally off of it, and we're not because we know football and we've we've watched and dealt with a lot of football on all kinds of levels. Um, the defense they're putting together, especially right through the center of the defense, is scary. 
Yeah. Um, and that's not fan talk. That is football talk. Like mm-hmm. the way these guys um, fly to the ball and the power that they have um, to shut down, like there's not going to be a lot of receivers crossing the middle of the field more than once. No. <laughs> They're going to learn their lesson. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And and again, that's not fan talk. That is, that is um, I know what good linebacking cores look like. I know what good uh, middle linebacking courts look like, and we have some of the best that I can imagine there being on this level. Oh, gosh. If you love hard-hitting hard football, come out to these games. We just, have, sure. just come to the game because you are going to have, have a guys, blast. We have guys at that position of the field that I would not be surprised if this is their only year as a gunslinger. Yeah, for because sure. Because they, they move into other opportunities, bigger opportunities. Right. I can definitely see that happening. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody else on the field. I think we have other guys that also have that capability or possibility. But when you look at Cody and Pierre, yeah, I, I, they they have the possibility to move if they want to um, beyond this level. Mm-hmm. I think and JB, so, yeah, and JB Butler JB. as well. Um, I, I would not be surprised to see that happen. And that is that's huge for your defense like that. That's huge to take away the whole center part of the field and make people try to work the edges, especially when the edges are not so far from those middle linebackers still like they can still cause havoc mm-hmm. across the field. Cause the field is only half the, the width of an 11 man football field. So you're never out of a play um, just cause you're on the other side of the field from it. You can still make a play on, on a ball or on a runner. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, um, I, I'm excited about North Texas coming in. I'm excited to see football start. Um, we got a look at the uniforms the other day. We got we got pictures. We can't share. We're not allowed. Nope. We were expressly um, forbidden. The official newly. But we did. We saw the official uniforms and uh, like it goosed me up a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. These are, they're, they're cool looking, man. They They really look great. Um, It's coming together and it's got to come together because it's 17 days away at this point. Yeah. A little over two weeks. Um, We'll all be at the Rose Palace and we'll be enjoying some football, some tailgating first. Tailgating for sure. And some football, but like football yeah. for sure too. Yeah, first the tailgating, but then the football. Then the football. But then yes. the football. Yes. <laughs> then the football. Yes. Yes. Then the football. Did you see uh, the message we just got a little while ago? I didn't. What did he say? What did he say? And who said it? Uh, it came from Hector. You oh. know he he does a lot of the graphic design for the team, and uh, I don't think this is anything that we can share visually. But doesn't say anything about uh, bringing it up on here. But he has put together. <laughs> a uh, mock-up of what they're doing ah, with the I field and actually kind of Photoshop that into the venue itself to see what this, the uh, playing field is going to look like once everything's set up. And it, it looks pretty great. Yeah, I'm you excited see the about dasher it. boards there. You can see, yeah, he's got the dasher boards made up already. The Gunslinger's Ooh, logo uh, and the AAL logo and some of the, you know, become a fan, be a part of the team, all of that kind of stuff. And then I see a dasher board there that I want to talk about when we get back. Um, Cause they have a sponsor that I'm excited about. Yeah. 
And I want to talk some more about when we get back in a there's, second. There's two Dasher boards we need to talk about. Ooh. Yes, there is. You're right. You're not wrong. Um, so stick with us. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Smoking Guns Podcast. Well, as the season grows closer and closer and closer, like it's 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 here. Mm-hmm. Like for all intents and purposes, it's here. Two weeks from now, um, a little more, we're going to be all together in the parking lot and then we're all going to make our way inside for the game. And if you want to keep on top of all of the best of gunslingers news, that's right. And information, um, you listen to our show and you follow our page. If you want to go even deeper, you need to be a patron of the smoking guns podcast. Mm -hmm. We share the information there first. They are the first people to hear it. First people to know about it. How do you get signed up for that? All you got to do is jump online. Go to uh, patreon.com mm-hmm. slash smoking, no G, mm-hmm. guns with a Z. That's right. P-O-D, all one word, smoking guns pod, and sign up to be a patron. You can sign up at the $5 level, the $10 level, or the $20 level. It helps us make the show go. It helps us keep all of this together yep. and keep the power flowing. <laughs> Unlike CPS. Yeah. Too, soon? <laughs> we're not, not too soon. We're not we're not CPS. <laughs> we're not we're CPS. Not CPS. No. Um, but we're gonna have to pay those those rates because they're right. fixing to go up. So oh we gotta we gotta be able to pay those. Um yeah. like Herman was supposed to come on today because of, but because of work, he wasn't, but that's some of the advantages of being a patron. We did. We talked earlier in the show about how we had a plan to mm-hmm. bring David and Nate in when that fell apart. Right. We reached out to uh, Herman mm-hmm. and said, hey, you want to come on the show? And he was going to come. He and was. then work got in the way. Um, but, Network. But that, that's where we're going to go first. Exactly. We're going to go to those people that are helping us make the show go to be a part of the show. Um, so that could be you. We would love to have your help. We would love to, for you to be on the team. We've got great patrons already. And we would love to add you. And just as our way to say thank you, we get you the news and information we're allowed to share. We get it to you first. True. Um, you get all of that information before it hits anybody's Facebook page or before it hits their uh, email inbox. Facebook? Before I just said that. Did you? I did. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so go join us. Patreon.com <laughs> slash smoking guns pod, smoking no G, guns with a Z, P O D. And sign up to be a patron uh, if you're able. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods, sitting around the table talking about Gunslingers football and chatting a little bit about other football topics. And we'll get into that because okay. it seems like we always do. Yep. And that's what we do. We talk football. Um, it's mostly Gunslingers football, but there's other things that people like to talk about. Yeah. And we like to talk about them, too. It's our show. We can do it. We can do what we want. That's right. Uh, before we went away, we were talking about the graphic that we got sent by the team how the uh the field's gonna look there in the rose palace pretty cool looking sweet yeah um open air on the end that you can see in this picture so sunlight coming in um obviously we won't see that until late spring Seven thirty games um it won't be light oh, outside true. It's gonna until, be evening. yeah yeah but still a neat look um, a neat feel to it. And in the midst of that, we can see some of the dasher boards. And most of them are uh, Gunslinger Central dasher boards there in the end zone. But there's one that we can see. Even in the markup. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I love it. Our buddies, and you heard about them a few minutes ago uh, in our first break. 
Uh, Chris over at Teardrop Pepper Company. That's right. Mm-hmm. I just had some yesterday. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are uh, not just a sponsor of the Smoking Guns podcast anymore. They are a sponsor of the Gunslingers, the football team. Um, yeah, you can make some noise. Thank for you. That. Okay. <laughs> oh. One. Okay. Yeah, one. Oh my gosh, I snuck in two. Uh, that's really cool. Like, yeah. I, you know, it started out with um, our, our connection with them. I don't know that everybody knows. Uh, RC is, is that that's that's family, right? That's my cousins. Um, so they that's how we got connected with them. Exactly. Is, is uh, through RC, and they were like, yeah, we'll help you out with your show a little bit. Yeah, that's so sweet. And then the team reached out to me and said, hey, we got a special deal Yeah. for your sponsors. We want to um, offer them a chance to be sponsors of the team. And I, you know, did what I'm supposed to do. I will send it out to them and give them that opportunity going there. They're not going to do this. I didn't think so either. Uh, I really didn't know if anybody was going to jump on that. And immediately, like the night I sent it out, immediately Chris gets back to me. I didn't realize it was that quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, He immediately got back to me and said, we would love to do that. So um, keep supporting Teardrop Pepper Company. For sure. Um, Like you heard earlier, go to teardroppepperco.com, place your order, offer code arena, the whole thing. Uh, they've been with us since the beginning, and now they're part of the Gunslinger family, too, and that's really cool. Yeah. And uh, I love it that their code is Arena, and their logo is going to be in the arena. In like, the arena. I in the arena. Whoa. Whoa. Right? In the Almost like somebody playing that. Corral. In the corral. corral. I think the, we're going to have to go saloon. with that. Corral. Saloon. The corral. I mean, when you think about this. It looks this, like a corral. It does. It when is you, a corral. When you think about this first game against North Texas, um, and you just – as a child, I would always step back and look at football or hockey or even baseball, although those are not as cool, and look at the mascot names and be like, which one would win, a cowboy or a <laughs> redskin? Um, although they're not the redskins anymore, the the football team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and like, you know, try to make that make sense. Well, let's do what eight-year-old Philip would do, a gunslinger or a bull. The gunslinger has his gun, then the gunslinger. <laughs> right. Well, you don't mean not have, have his gun. If you don't have your gun, you're, you're not, not a gunslinger. You're, you're, you're just a slinger. Well, I don't, I don't like that at all. You're a runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. You're so, out of luck. <laughs> and really, we could go um, around the league with some of that. I mean, the, the Raiders out of Hattiesburg, which you're a big fan of. I know you love the, the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, another well, the Buccaneers NFL retread. I guess they have muskets, but you know you gotta you gotta get the the thing to, to the thing. load the musket. And yeah, the, uh, well they use those uh, uh, black powder pistols. Black a powder, lot, uh, don't they? That sounds a little childish. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. So. You could survive That's getting true. shot with one of those though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you wouldn't want to, but you can. <laughs> um, if I'm going into a fight with the uh, black powder pistol or the uh, Colt 45 six shooter, I'm taking the Colt. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm taking the gunslinger. Choose again. your weapon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you got the, uh, the the Texas Power. Is that what that team is up in Dallas that we're going to play? Oh, that's the, a good question. I don't the remember. The Power? I think it's, yeah. I think, yeah. Like a Power Ranger? Right? 
I wouldn't say that. I mean, takeover. I'm sorry. Take, Texas, Texas takeover. takeover. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. What is so, that? What kind of mascot do you get for a They're taking over the L for yeah, this game. Gonna, <laughs> I guess. The takeover. I guess that's it. Yeah, the Texas takeover. And then uh, the one I've left out at this point would be the Austin. Austin. Oh, the Wild. Wild. Yeah. Those are hogs that get shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when it comes down to just, just the... The name. The itself. name. Um, We're killing the Buccaneers it. are the only yeah. ones that have a shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, yeah. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> the uh, I, somebody was asking on one of the Facebook groups that I'm part of uh, the NFL in San Antonio Facebook group. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Was it Warren? What would, no. Oh. Uh, what would our NFL team's name be? For San Antonio? Yeah. If we were to have one, it's just one of those conversation starters where, you know, there's not even really a shot right now of the NFL coming to San Antonio. But if we got a team, what would we call them? Um, And, you know, they threw out some ideas. Uh, I want to say Coyotes was on there. No, I don't like that. No. Um, And I was like, you know, I've always felt like Defenders was good. Defenders, yeah. Because you've Defend got the Alamo. Alamo and the military connection on both of those. How about the boots? I thought the commanders were going to be you. the defenders at first. Yeah, I really thought that yeah. we were going to be no. the defenders too when the commanders got here. Um, but the defenders to me, it just makes a lot of sense for San Antonio. Air Force and stuff. And then my second was always um, the gunslingers. Like, I always wanted somebody to bring back the gunslingers. So I didn't even comment on the post because I was like, well... Washington DC had the defenders in the XFL, so yep. they're not gonna do that. And the San Antonio gunslingers are here, so there's no reason to do that. So I didn't even I didn't even join the conversation on Facebook. Is that, that the first that time that's ever happened? Wow. A big shocker. I there. get in conversations on I, I will talk some stuff on Facebook. Philip didn't wow. want to talk. If you get Philip to where he has nothing to say. I just I didn't. Um, the only other one that I think that I've, I've really liked in the past, and I'm not sure how I feel about it now, would be San Antonio Scorpions. Scorpions, uh, uh, well, no. they, they had the soccer team. But soccer we did. Team. We had the soccer team at one point. And the old but. school football team, I thought it was kind of a cool name, but it's more of an ethnic thing, the Toros. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. If, I don't know if others with you know, up north, they understand that. Yeah, but yeah. the San Antonio Toros. Is kind um, of cool. Well, and again... They were asking about an NFL team, but I was like, you can't go Vaqueros at that point because mm-hmm. um, you already have Vaqueros in the NFL. Yeah, in Dallas. Well, yeah. The Cowboys yeah. Are, are Vaqueros. So you can't go with that. Yeah, nobody, like that wouldn't work. Nobody Caros. Caros. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, we've got the best uh, nickname. We've got the best team. We've got the best coach. We've got the best podcast. I, I don't really know why any of these people are even showing up. So our game. fans can have something <laughs> to cheer about. We need a game so we can tailgate. Uh, hello. Yeah, yeah, I mean so it's, can... it's 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 a race for second place, really. I mean, okay, you're sounding a lot like Jason. Yeah, nine and <laughs> you have to put nine and zero on the back of your shirt. <laughs> Maybe no. Um, we'll see what happens. I but... feel like we need to challenge someone. Like maybe Jason. Like. If they do lose, then he has to shave off his head or something. Shave off his head? No, I mean, shave his off his hair. You know oh. what I mean? You know, <laughs> I don't want to scalp him. Oh, it's not a terrible for This a would be so great. Like, I mean, for us to, I mean, as, I mean, we're stating facts. We're not talking smack. We're just stating facts because we know what we know. 
if there was other podcast out there that could, you know, dispute what we're saying, that'd be great. Come on, come on. Too. But, you know, I there guess, isn't. I guess not. Nobody's no. stepping up to the plate. Or they're just, they're too too afraid. They're afraid of the guns. They are. Uh, the it smoking is fair. guns. They're I mean, afraid of the fair. smoking guns. Um, we already had some things in place. I mean, it's not fair. It's not fair on some level. What like, do you we mean? were We were ready. We they weren't ready. Maybe we can talk to Tyrone. He was talking about doing something yeah. with the Falcons. He was. And I know Alan at one point back when they were going to try yeah. to join the league was That's looking true. at having a podcast. But uh, they'll get there. We're just, we're, we're ahead. Mm-hmm. Speaking we're ahead. of podcasts. Okay. Yeah. That's a good segue. Segway. Into, not segue, but to actually oh. reel us back in because we were talking about dasher boards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how we were talking right. about. Right, we talked about Teardrop Pepper Company's Dasher Board, and yeah. you said that there was another Dasher Board that the you're pretty excited about. Dasher Board, yeah. What's that? The Smoking Guns Podcast Look Dasher at Board. Look at that. I you don't know. think it'll have our faces on it, though. No, it's that's just got thing. our logo. logo. It's not yeah. our faces, which which is good. That's it's, a good thing. I think so. It's fair for the fans, because two-thirds of this, um, this whole crew <laughs> is just not worth looking at. <laughs> Uh, let's be fair. Um, you know, RC, you're okay. All right, but, thanks. But the rest of us. Um, thanks a lot, Philip. Just not, just not worth it. Uh, so they decided to leave us off and just use that logo, just which is the logo, I'm which is I'm pretty happy. nice. That's fine. Like the logo is pretty sweet. We have yes. a cool logo, don't we? We do. Don't we? we? Do. Yes, we do. We absolutely do. Took so hours and hours of conversation. You forgive me now? <laughs> hours and hours of conversation, but we do have a cool look. Um, and you're going to see that at the Rose Palace because yes. we have a dashboard there as well. We're excited about that. I've never had a dashboard. Me neither. I'm so excited. Mm, a lot of people could could say that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exciting. That's I want to take a picture, all three of us. We got a dashboard. We should, we will have to take a picture yeah, for that dashboard. Yeah, for you know sure. what? We Maybe will have to take a picture of the uh, of ourselves in the dashboard with our patrons. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I think that's a great idea. For sure. We love our patrons, all of them, and we want more of you. Yes, we do. Because we want to love more people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's that up. Uh, all right. So just 17 days away, exciting stuff, mm. um, but it's not the only conversation there is around football. There's other stuff. There's other stuff. Uh, just this week in the ice and the snow here in North Texas, or here in Texas, here in all, all of Texas. All of Texas. Um, we saw uh, an NFL deal that I thought was interesting, mm-hmm. that Carson Wentz will be going to the Colts. I almost reached out to Mo and Iris because they're big Colts fans to Mo see what is, they thought. Iris is a Titans fan. Oh, is she? Yeah. That's... That's that's good. I like the Titans actually. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Mike Brady. They used to be Houston. They did. I don't like bringing that up. That's not <laughs> as fun. Um, I would I would love for the Oilers to be the Oilers again. Like even if the Texans became the Oilers, I would be okay with that. Like that was too good a name. Way uh, I do than like the, the Oilers. That's a good name. Um, in, in any case, uh, the Colts, Carson Wentz. What'd you think of all that? I think it's a good fit. I mean, they needed a quarterback. They did with Philip Rivers uh, retiring. Yeah. They had to have a quarterback and Carson Wentz is a quarterback. Is he a good quarterback? I don't know if we know that right now. We don't. It depends. Yeah. 
But what was great about the deal is it's very conditional. Um, if they, if he plays a certain amount of time, if they make the playoffs, then these picks get better that they're trading. It's all a lot of conditional kind of picks, and and that's great. That's a smart way to make a package. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got me thinking immediately about the the one that we're all waiting to drop, and that is what's going to happen Speaking with Deshaun Houston. Washington. Well, just a, uh, blah, blah, what Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. There, there you go. go. Uh, and you brought up just a second ago, and I wanted to bring up to you before you brought it up it's to me. Hard not for me to bring it up. The lead, the, the Vegas odd makers, yep, say that the leading team that will have a possibility of bringing Deshaun Watson in is well, before you say that. Understand that Vegas odds makers make their money by making odds that are pretty accurate. Or they, I mean, lose sometimes their butts. they get it wrong. But no, they yeah. get it wrong. But yeah, they, they, there's a lot of analytics that go into this. Oh, yeah. That's true. A For lot sure. of and I don't, I'm not saying I understand it or I agree with it. But right now, the leading team, according to Vegas, to have Deshaun Watson as their starting quarterback, even higher than the Houston Texans themselves. Which I'm on record saying I think he winds up staying in Houston. I, I agree with you, I think, um, at this point. But. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And that's your team. That's, that's your my team. team. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to have this conversation with you because we've talked now for three shows about Deshaun Watson. That's right. And now it has circled around where it actually affects one of our teams. And you're a football guy. You understand the implications of all this. If mm-hmm. the package is uh, to get Deshaun Watson, you have to trade away a first and second this year and a first and second next year which I think is reasonable based on the package that we saw uh, Stafford go Stafford for. Stafford yep. mm-hmm. um, So if you have to take two years of drafts, of, of top two draft picks, and possibly more, to possibly some extra picks on top of that, how excited are you to gut your draft for two or three years in, in order to land a guy like Deshaun Watson, who is a good player, who is a good He's a top five quarterback. He's, yes. he's more than a good player. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's a. Um, I don't think it's a dispute that he's a top five QB for sure. Right. Um, how do you, as a fan of that team and as a fan of the team that's leading the odds right now to end up landing him? That's what. That's the kind of package I think you're going to have to give up. Mm-hmm. How does that make you, as a fan, feel about that possibility? To get a top five QB, I would get behind it. Really? Yes, because uh, drafts aren't a sure thing. I mean, That's true. how many busts have you have you had at quarterback in the first and second round compared to, you know, hitting that home run and getting that, that top five, especially, top three guy? Especially the Broncos. Yeah, lately, yeah, especially <laughs> you could say. You could say. I'm not ready to call Drew Locke a bust yet, by the way. But which is the only reason why I'm like, but Paxton Lynch hesitant. And, but yeah, Paxton. Uh, I mean, Lynch. I could go down a list. Oh yeah, yeah, and, for sure. No, you know, no. I, I get Elway what you're has saying, not been great at I picking agree. quarterbacks. Yeah. So, and so, as if if they have to give up a couple of first rounders and a couple of second rounders, I'd be I'd be more happy if it was only one second rounder. But I think you're right; it's going to be more than that. Um, Obviously, they could throw Drew Locke in that package and maybe keep a second rounder, maybe. I don't know. I doubt it. But I think it's worth it in the sense that you keep swinging for the fences and missing. 
And that's a really important piece to getting the team back to prominence where they're no, no. in the conversation. No, no, it's not a really important piece. It's it the is piece. the most important piece the of piece. your team. <laughs> the piece, and you can waste first and second rounders. And then, I mean, the, the other thing that kind of makes this make sense is you can hit home runs in third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. That's true. You can. And get you guys really can. Certainly can. To, to put around that guy. Um, so... The, th- the caveat that I would say is if it's draft picks, I can get behind it. Maybe a player or two, depending on who that player is. But the Broncos, say what you say want to say about John Elway and what he's, his performance has been picking quarterbacks. Some of the other young talent on the team right now, like especially on offense with the wide receivers they have, the tight ends they have, um, I definitely would not give up any of those guys because we want those weapons for whoever it is under center, whether it's you know Deshaun Watson or Drew Locke or anybody else, yeah, we want those weapons there. There was a lot of talk for a while about the number one landing spot for Deshaun Watson being the Jets. Uh-huh. That makes absolutely no sense to me because right. the Jets need to build. They need every they building block yeah. they have. They right. have nothing to work with right now. So putting Deshaun Watson on a team with nothing doesn't add point? up to anything. It's yeah. the most important part of your team. But if you don't put things around it, it's worthless. And that's why I say it's worth it for Denver, because if they put Deshaun Watson in that offense, they're automatically a contender. In mm. my opinion. I know I'm looking through my orange-colored sure. yeah. you know, shades of glasses. All do. As we all do. But they have legitimate talent, on on young talent on that offense. They obviously have talent on the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is, is going to be good. It's going to continue to be good, I think. Um it, that's really the piece and more incentive is you're in the same division that has the chiefs with Mahomes. That's rough. And now the chargers with uh, what's his name? Who had an unbelievable rookie. Yeah. Unbelievable rookie season. So there's more pressure to compete with those guys and you need that guy under center. You need that. And I mean the Raiders with David, Car, yeah, not even David. Carr. I think it's a David card. It's not even David Carr. It's, right? No, it's not. It's, it's a, his brother. It's, yeah, Derek. Derek yeah. Carr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, the Raiders are good. If if Deshaun Watson goes to the Broncos, which by the way I still think is a long shot. I don't. I, think I it's do too. Trendy. I do too. Um. But if he winds up going to the Broncos, and you do have Justin Herbert. You have uh, Patrick Mahomes and you have Deshaun Watson and the same. And the division. Raiders are sitting there going, <laughs> like David. Could, like I keep saying, David, Derek Carr's okay. Yeah, but he's not on the same level as those other. And and he's the oldest. Yeah, yeah. he's the oldest, <laughs> he's the oldest and he's not as good. And he's not. Yeah, not anywhere near as, as good as those three guys. The Raiders would be like, look at our our stadium. We have the nice. Yeah, stadium. we have this great <laughs> stadium and we play in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> But that would be something. So there, there is some incentive. There's some motivation there to make that happen. Um, I don't know that it will. If it does, though, I would be behind it, even at the expense of two first-rounders and two second-rounders, although I'm hoping it's not. Now, the last time rounders. these two teams were in a conversation together over a quarterback switching back and forth between these teams, it did not go well for either with Brock Osweiler. Yeah, no. It, well, I, I, went, I think it went better for Denver because... It did. Yeah, no, it certainly did. Because Houston got that contract. I mean, they did. They got that contract. And Denver offered him a contract. It was just not anywhere near what Houston did. 
I'm aware. And uh, he was upset that Peyton Manning got put in the playoffs um, and he didn't want to play. In, it's Peyton freaking I know, Manning. I know. <laughs> Come on, get over it, dude. Uh, but he thought he was something special and he thought, oh, I got us to the playoffs, so I should be in the playoffs. And that's not necessarily how things work. He ruined his no. career. He did. Yeah. I mean, his whole career could have changed, could have been different. Mm hmm. He might still be the quarterback in Denver right now. Maybe, yeah. Um, if things had gone a little different. One more news, noteworthy, I think it's a noteworthy Texas football thing that we need to discuss is the departure, uh, speaking of Houston, of one J.J. Watt, mm. who moves on from Houston, enters into free agency. Where does he end up? You the San Antonio really Gunslingers. I'm sorry. We've, we've we brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> we've made it very clear that we We reached that out to ownership. <laughs> we said we had a meeting. We thought it was a great idea. And we let them know. Um, we did, you know, see, we look after you fans. We said, bring J.J. Watt. He's keep, available. Keep him in Texas. They said they'd have to, like, cut everyone on the Yeah, <laughs> they did. They said, they said that uh, we couldn't hey, have any other players if we a got one J.J. Man team. A one-man team. Yeah. Uh, but he could do it. Like he's JJ Watt. Like oh, he could oh, do yeah. that. He could play as a one man. If they did that, team. the games would be sold out. The, the gunslinger. He would just be the gunslinger. gunslinger. It's True. the San Antonio gunslinger. And still, everyone would be there. Um, no, but JJ uh, Watt is going to wind up somewhere, probably in the NFL, and yeah, not for the sure. American Arena League. Maybe um, with his brother. Uh, uh, that oh. is my my odds on. Pittsburgh. Favorite is for him to wind up in Pittsburgh with, with TJ and his two brothers. He has two brothers. Yeah. Two brothers. Yeah, yeah. both yeah, brothers. brothers. Both other brothers are there in Pittsburgh, so that just makes a lot. I of mean, sense. come on, easier yeah. for the parents. There have been some people <laughs> you'll be excited about this. The Bears. Uh, there are some people saying the Bears because his wife plays in Chicago, which she plays professional soccer. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a professional soccer player in Chicago. The Chicago Fire. Uh, for yeah, um, and so. There are that some people saying that that makes sense that makes for him sense. to go where his wife plays so that mm-hmm. they will both be in the same hometown. So you would be excited. And, I would be very excited. And I got to tell you, Khalil Mack and J.J. Watt together on a defense becomes very, very scary. Yeah, they still I mean, need a quarterback, so, though. Yeah. It's, it's more scary four years ago than it is now. Yeah, for sure. But it's still very scary. Yeah. Um, you're right. They still do have to have they a quarterback. They still need a quarterback. Maybe Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Hey, um, <laughs> that would be funny. They would have to trade away everything else. Like they'd have Khalil Mack and JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson, and, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> Their whole team. Open uh, tryouts. Yeah. Open. <laughs> like that. Uh, what is it? Unnecessary roughness or yeah. or uh, the replacements. The replacements. Yeah. All of a sudden. Uh, so that's some of the things going on in football. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically around Texas, all those are kind of Texas-based stories. Related. Yeah. Um, certainly with Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. But um, back to the gunslingers and, and the J.J. Watt-less gunslingers. We've been told that that's probably not a possibility. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, we, they did say that they reached out to his agent, but I think they were kidding. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. They, they should. Uh, you yeah. make the ask. What can they yeah. do? Yeah. Say no? I mean. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst you're going to get? I know. What you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was always my... Um, that was always my philosophy in high school. I'm going to ask the girl out. Where oh. she can do is say no. Turns that's out true. that's not the worst she can do. She can tell all your friends and they can laugh at you as you walk down the hall. Oh, but, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the worst they can do is say no. I think we should reach out to JJ. JJ, I know you're listening. 
That's true. Um, reach out to the gunslingers, and let's put this deal together. Um, yeah. In fact, a you can just team. you can play here in the off season this year, right? Getting ready for the season. This will be your way to prepare for the season, just to make sure you're in tip top shape. Right. Nobody's saying you can't play in the NFL. We're just saying play here first. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's who, fair. who wouldn't want to do that? Who wouldn't want to? Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't want to do that? So, uh, what else? There was an interesting conversation that got started. You started an interesting conversation, uh, RC, about football. I did. This weekend on our page. If you don't oh, follow the Gunslingers uh, I'm sorry, the Smoking Guns podcast. If you don't follow the Gunslingers, you need to do that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you don't follow the Smoking Guns podcast, I'm really interested in how you are listening to the show, so let me know. Um, but uh, you started a conversation about favorite football movies. That's right, I did. But you didn't tell us what yours was, did you? I did. I think she, well. I put the picture. She she put the picture, but she did it as Smoking Guns podcast, not as uh, herself. Uh, what was it? I can't remember. You can't remember. Oh, I can see the picture. Uh, this is with Denzel Washington. He's my favorite. Remember the, the Titans? Titans? There you can't go. Remember, see? remember the Titans. Titans. See, there you go. <laughs> the word is in the title. There you go. So I feel like I've already short circuited this conversation. But what is you it? Caught, a, caught me off guard. What is it about that movie? Um, it's just a for me. It's just a classic. You know, it goes back to how he was being a coach, and he's so motivational. And then you see the relationship between the players. I think that really, really touched me. It's Denzel. It's Denzel, really. Uh, I love Denzel. It's an incredible movie, but I do love the and way the music, he deals, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I do love the way he deals with his running back. Mm-hmm. Who fumbles the ball in practice one day? Oh yeah, <laughs> like that is my favorite part. I think of that movie. Um. That and and can't you see he's my brother, uh, which is a great line. That's a great mm-hmm. scene and great. Um, what's your favorite? Uh, we'll get to that. I, okay. I want to turn to Leo now. Leo, what's your favorite uh, uh, football movie? Like, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. spot Absolutely, there's just so many. Uh, all right. So I'd have to go. Remember, the Titans is a pretty good one. I it do is. like that one. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, no. I would have to go though. I'm more like I, I kind of like the high school football movies, and um, I really like Varsity Blues, but I think Friday Night Lights edges it out for me. Okay, okay. I think Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, but <laughs> one one of the things about Friday Night Lights that is just so great for me is. You know, I remember when I went to go see it at the theater. I think I watched it by myself. I go to the movies by myself frequently. My see, wife I'll thinks never do my that. wife thinks I'm weird for I doing just won't that. Do that really? Yeah, because I've I've always done that. I mean, since it's I was that young, I just I'll go watch a movie by myself. You know, kill some time if I got nothing. You know, Dolores got stuff going on. Anyways, I I think this is a movie that I happen to go see by myself, and um, I came out of there like inspired. I thought it was a great movie. Okay, but like. I talk to, you know, people, friends that I know, coworkers that are from not Texas. I love that you just said people, friends. People, friends, yeah. You talk to your people, friends. I talk to my people, friends. As opposed to your fish friends, you know. Um, I got I got dog friends, right? Cat, cat friends. You do. I don't talk do to them as much, but yeah. 
Anyway, I don't know about fish friends. Anyway, anyway, talking to your people. Yeah, friends. I talked to my people friends that aren't from Texas, <laughs> and they just thought the movie was outlandish, like terrible, like like way out there. They couldn't they couldn't think of high school football on that sort of scale. Wow. Right, I can certainly it? see people watching that game, that that particular movie, or Varsity Blues, yeah, and saying that's ridiculous. Nobody would put that much on high school football, and like you don't yeah. know. And I'm you like, have no you're idea. You're wrong. Like, like yeah. it's you, you could go and watch that movie, and it, it's it's almost. I mean, it's not, but I mean, you could you could fool some people into thinking it's a documentary for. High school football are based on well, well it was, it was based on real it's based on Bissinger's book, yeah, uh, about um, high school football in Texas, um, but it's not put to a grander scale. That is football in Texas, yeah, no, and that's what sure. I love about that movie. Yeah, well, I know, like Stephen Canto uh, said, North Dal- North Dallas Forty. Is that really? Yeah, a movie? North yeah. Dallas Forty. Okay, I never yeah. saw that. Nick Nolte movie. Okay, and then Andy Torres said Facing the Giants. Uh, Never seen that. And then uh, Fred Gonzalez said Little Giants. I love that movie. And then It was Roy- a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Yes. Okay, and so Roy, what did he put? I just saw a meme. I don't see the what the name of it is. Let me see the meme. I can't see it's it. It's just someone me. dancing? Oh, that's The Replacements. Oh, The <laughs> Replacements. Ah, yeah. okay. Also a good movie. And then Aaron Ramon. Uh-huh. That's with um, that comedian. What's his name? Well, that comedian's name is Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. So, what, what movie is that? And that movie, The Longest is Yard, the longest but it's yard. the remake. The remake. Oh, the remake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then um, Blindside also was another one of my favorites. Blindside. Yeah. yeah. Interesting story about Blindside. You know who hates that movie more than anything? No. Michael Orr. Michael Orr. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We he talked hates about that. that movie yeah. because it makes him look like he doesn't know anything about football when he meets. The family, right? And he said that's just not the case. I I was a huge football guy um, when I met my family, and that is, I mean, yeah. all of that is true about him meeting a family, mm-hmm. them taking him in. Um, all of that is accurate, but he says it just makes him look a, a little bit like an idiot. Yeah, uh-huh. and he didn't like that. Well, Quint- uh, Quentin uh, Humphrey, one of our coaches, he agreed with me. Remember the time? Yes, it's, it's a good there. movie. Yeah, yeah. I know. You it's know what movie? Solid. I Not, just really like it for for Denzel. Sorry. You know, sorry. No, that's good. Uh, you know what? You know what movie isn't on that list, and I'm not really surprised at all. Okay. Yeah. Any given Sunday. Oh. Uh, any given Sunday is an interesting movie, but it's not a good. It's movie. not a good movie. No. Um, it's like many of Oliver Stone's movies where yeah. it's interesting, but it's not really that good. And it's, it had a chance to be a great movie at, when it came out, I thought. But, yeah, I was just totally disappointed. Um, it's it. got some really – it pops at some moments. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a halftime – I want to say it's a halftime. It may be a pregame speech by Pacino mm-hmm. um, that is really excellent. But at, on a whole, um, it's just not a great movie. Billy what? Bob Thornton's uh, speech was better. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the – My one, heart is full. The, the one with um, Tom Cruise, Show Me the Money. Oh, uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, not Jerry yeah. Maguire, but that's not a football movie. But that kind movie. of it's was football. football. No. There was football in there. No. no. It is It is a football movie the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to that argument it's again. It's not Going a football back. movie. It, it has a football motif in it, just as Die Hard has a Christmas <laughs> motif in it. Um, but it's not a football. Not movie. the same thing at well, what's all. What's the show that? Um, what's the show that the Rocks in that is about football? Uh, that's a TV oh, show. I know. No, so, no, still, there was a ballers. 
Yeah, yeah, but there was a movie There's that a he movie. did where uh, some kids that are in juvenile detention, yeah, and they have a football game plan. Team the game the, plan, the game plan. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Rock isn't everything now, though. So I'm shocked that He's an uh, a bunch of guys would the- ring in, or a bunch of people would ring in on their favorite football movies, and nobody would say Rudy. Aw. Um, Rudy is an excellent movie that you cannot watch more than once a year. It's it the pacing is weird and it's very slow. It's a slow movie. Um, and you cry at the There end. is a point in the movie that every time I watch it I'm like why am I watching this? Like I know what happens. I know what's going <laughs> to and it's slow and it's a little boring at times. I'm going to mm-hmm. be really honest with you. And then you get to the end and you're like that is just that is just great. That is just a great movie. Um Sean Austin is uh, really underrated for the actor that he is. We're actually watching as a family the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and yeah. uh, just Sean Austin is a good actor. He's just good. I can't watch Rudy anymore without thinking of that character. You know the the whole second breakfast and oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I don't like about Rudy is I know enough about the guy that it's based on mm-hmm. that I don't like it as much. He mm. he ended up being a guy that really was a big self promotion kind of guy and. Um, wasn't one of the best people in the world, so he mm-hmm. used his name to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was not—he was not the guy you think he is in the okay. movie, which is always the case always when it's based case. on a true story. Right. Yeah. Um, but my favorite—I—I I, I, I swing back and forth. Uh, do what? Miracle. No. <laughs> oh, the one where they beat the cowboys? It's like it's like saying little giants. Like, no. I, they're okay movies, but no. Um my favorite movie, I, I gotta agree with Roy, um, with J Bone. I actually The Replacements is an excellent movie. I also like it's a uh, good movie. Unnecessary Roughness with Scott Bakula, Kathy Ireland. The original, yeah. Yeah, it was very, very similar to The Replacements. Now, the thing about The Replacements is when I first watched it, I thought it was a goofy kind of football movie, and yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but after The Commanders fall, fell apart, I happened to catch it on TV one day and watched it all the way through to the end, and it actually moved me um, to to emotions as they walk off the field and they're talking about, you know, nobody will remember these guys. They didn't hold mm. up any trophies. And we knew some of those guys. And, yeah. and we knew some of the commanders guys. And so yeah. it has a real connection with that time for me. Um, I encourage anybody that's, that's, uh, that was a fan of that particular team through that time to watch it through that lens. And it will have a different level of um, just emotion for you uh, mm-hmm. if you remember that time and if you were as tied up emotionally as, as some of us were over the commanders and the AAL, uh, AAF. I need to change leagues. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. you twice this, this episode. At least twice. What'd you find? Uh, you know what? Another good movie that I liked was The Long Shots. Long Shots. Which one is that one? Long Shots. Oh, with uh, Ice Cube. Ice okay. Cube. That was a good one. Did you ever watch that one? I know nothing about that movie. I don't remember that one. I liked her the um, because she came in uh, the movie with uh, the 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 spelling bee one. She's a good actress. I like Akila and the bee. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever saw Long Shots. So what about you? Uh, go find our post. Uh, yeah. Okay. RC's post, and 
Tell us what your favorite uh, movie is. And yeah, don't just tell sure. us what it is. Tell us why. Yeah, yeah let us that'd know. be good. Um, we really need more interaction on our, on our Facebook page. Well, I'm and, trying. I really right. am. You want to get I'll interaction? Say, Banana Laffy Taffy sucks. Yeah, oh, there you go. No, no, instant that, interaction. Or, or Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, you get some reaction out of that. Although not near as much as the Banana Laffy Taffy. Yeah, thing. that one was, yeah. That was crazy. Um so we only had 10 responses, and I was one of them, so that's really nine. So tell us what your favorite uh, football movie is, and it can't be just a, a movie that has football shoehorned in. Don't come, don't come hit me up with, like, The Dark Knight Rises is my favorite football movie because it has one football <laughs> scene. Like, that that doesn't count. Or that's Jerry Maguire. Or Jerry Maguire. Apparently. That's a, it's a, it's a chick flick. It's a romantic comedy. And what is wrong with a chick flick in a romance movie? Did and I say football. anything was wrong with okay, that? Okay, well then. It's just I not s- a football movie. It's not a football movie. It's, Who it's, comes up with the definition of a football movie? I do. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of I course, thought we were clear on this stuff. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot who's driving the uh, the podcast. There you go. <laughs> uh, so come tell us what your favorite football movie is, and then get ready, because 17 days from when this podcast drops, uh, the San Antonio Gunslingers are going to kick off for real. Like that's yeah. not We're not being hyperbolic at this point anymore. Nope. Um, they are going to kick off the season. They're in the Rose Palace against the North Texas Bulls, 7.30 p.m., and you're all going to be there. Everybody listen to my voice right now. We'll be there. You better. There to watch them kick some bull butt. That's right. B.S. And yeah. Right? B.S. Bull, the bull slaughter. Bull slaughter. There, there you go. See some <laughs> slaughtering some, some bulls. There you go. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up another one of our shows. It, it took us a little while. It did. took us an extra week yep. to get to you. I hope you understand why. Um, we had to shake off the ice. Yeah, we had to get rid of the... What's crazy about that, though, is Thursday, it snows all day. Like, all yep. morning long, it snowed. And then Saturday, two days later, I had to wear shorts. <laughs> because it was yeah. too hot for jeans. Dolores oh, yeah. was like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's insane. You would never... Oh, anyway... Um, we're getting off topic. We are back. Always. The show is back, and uh, we are going to wrap it up there. But we need to remind you that Smoking Guns Podcast is brought to you by Texas Sports LMT. That's for Licensed Massage Therapist. Specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio Three years in a row. Can you believe that? I can. Yeah. No, I can. She's awesome. She really is. She's worked alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. She has also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. Now, right now, I know is a very stressful time. If you need a massage, this would be the time to get it right now. Sure. I mean, you had a really rough week. We all did. So sports stretch is structured to be performed on the athletes of any size or stature. It is safe for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, and in everyday activities. Give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT, a call to set up an appointment today at 210-459-0176. Again, that's 210-459-0176. It's not how you train. It's how you recover. Yeah, it is. Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by our amazing, our just our incredible uh, patrons 
our supporters. We've got uh, Mo the and, best. They are. They're the best. Yep. Absolutely. The incredible Mo and Iris Ferrante. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ferrante. Ferrante. There you, you right. go. I did. I did. Y'all always have to correct me even when I say it right. That's right. Apparently. Uh, we also have the amazing uh, Herman Robles Jr., Woo-hoo! who we missed today. Oh, we would have loved to have had him on the show. That would have been so cool. Uh, Next time. We will Next get time. him here at some point. We've got the awesome uh, Alba Nava. Mm-hmm. Who helps us out. And then, of course, the boss, the jefe, the, the head honcho, the mm-hmm. guy that we need. Mr. Um, 9 and O. Mr. 9 and O. Nine Jason and o. Torres, uh, the C-O-O of oh. the San Antonio Guns. Oh, the 9 and O C-O-O <laughs> of the San Antonio Gunslingers, Jason Torres, also a patron. And you can be on that list, too. Just go to patreon.com. Slash smoking guns pod and uh, sign up to be a patron and help us make this show go. Well, that's it. That brings us to the end of another show. Aww. And I've Done. got great news <gasps> what is it? for the what folks out there. Uh, normally, you have to wait at least two weeks, and sometimes, hey, you have to wait three weeks. That's right. Before you what get a show. Um, but we're into the season now. Woo! We're so close to the season that that's not the case anymore. We will be back. Next week. Next Yay! week. Yay! I'm so excited. Uh, no, I am excited. <laughs> We're going to be back next week. We're going to start weekly shows from this point forward um, to take us through the season. Uh, it may not always be on Wednesdays, just based on the way our our team schedule right. falls. We may have to record on different days because there are games on some Monday nights, and so we may have to record our show on different nights or the same night. We haven't decided yet. We're working. On coming up with a plan. Work in progress. Um, But we are going to move to weekly shows. We said we said March would be when we start weekly shows. Well, you know, is that crazy? It's already getting to March. Already March. Oh my gosh, the time went by so fast. So when we gather together, it won't be two weeks from now, but it will still be so close. Like we Mm. will be uh, only a weekend will stand between us and the Gunslingers kickoff. Wow! Can you believe it? Wow! Yeah, it's coming up so fast. I'm nervous. Uh, I, I am too. I'm excited. I'll be really honest. I I'm excited, too. but I'm nervous. Yeah. Um, part of me was like, why did we agree to do the live stream? Part? Why couldn't <laughs> we just be fans? But it'll be great. Uh, it'll be exciting. So when it comes to pro football in San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, we've got the food. We do. Yep. We've got the fans. Yes, yep. of course. We've got the football. Yes. Uh, we got the head coach. we got the ownership group. Cheerleaders. We, we've got the cheerleaders. Uh-huh. Um, we've got the best uh, mascot. We already talked about that on yep. the show a little bit. We've, we've got, got it all here. We've got the corral. We do. I, I tell you, when it comes to pro football, in 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 actually in the um, American Arena League, I said it right this time. Yes, you yeah. did. Uh, I, I'll tell you something. The two one zero, it's got something to say. Bang bang. <laughs>